The Mystery File Collective is intended for mature audiences. The following content may contain material that some people find triggering. If you feel disturbed by tales of murder, mystery, or myth, if you believe that they could traumatize you, we implore you to use your discretion before listening. Welcome to the Mystery File Collective, unraveling the mystery of the Dyatlov Pass incident. The Mystery File Collective will embark on a journey to unravel one of the most perplexing and chilling mysteries of the 20th century. Today we begin by introducing you to the Dyatlov Pass incident and providing some background information. The Dyatlov Pass incident refers to the mysterious and tragic events that took place in the Ural Mountains in Russia, February 1959. It involved a group of nine experienced hikers led by Igor Dyatlov, who embarked on an expedition to reach the summit of Otorten in the mountain region of the Urals. To understand the incident, we must first explore the setting. The Ural Mountains, known for their harsh weather conditions and rugged terrain, were a challenging but popular destination for adventurous hikers and mountaineers. The area was isolated and largely untouched by human development, creating an atmosphere of both beauty and danger. Our group of hikers, known as the Dyatlov Group, comprised seven men and two women, all of whom were experienced and well prepared for such expeditions. They were passionate about hiking and had embarked on numerous challenging trips together in the past. On January the 27th, 1959, the group set out from the University of Sverdlovsk, now known as Yekaterinburg, with a plan to conquer Otorten. They travelled by train and bus to the small village of Vizhay, which served as their starting point. As they began their trek, the group documented their progress through diaries and photographs. These records offer a glimpse into their journey and the camaraderie they shared. However, these traces of their adventure suddenly vanish as we approach the fateful night 
of February the 1st, 1959. The events that unfolded on that night remain shrouded in mystery, captivating the world's attention for decades. What happened to the Dyatlov group during those eerie and unforgiving hours? Did they encounter something supernatural? Or were they victims of natural forces beyond their control? We will delve deeper into the sequence of events leading up to the incident and examine the various theories proposed over the years. We will explore the official investigation's findings, the controversy surrounding them, and the alternative explanations put forth by independent researchers. Let us peel back the layers of this enigmatic tale, analysing the evidence, studying the accounts, and searching for the truth. Together, we will attempt to make sense of the Dyatlov Pass incident and shed light on one of history's greatest mysteries. The Dyatlov group's journey began on January the 27th, 1959, when they left their university in Sverdlovsk, Russia. Their destination, the remote and treacherous Ural Mountains, where they aimed to conquer the summit of Otorten. After bidding farewell to their loved ones, the hikers embarked on a long and arduous trip to reach their starting point, a small village called Vizhay. They travelled by train and then continued by bus their excitement and anticipation growing with each passing mile. Upon arriving in Vizhay, the group took a moment to familiarize themselves with the local surroundings and gathered their supplies. They ensured they had all the necessary gear, including tents, food rations, and climbing equipment. As the hikers set foot on the trail, they were met with a mix of excitement and apprehension. The Ural Mountains, renowned for their rugged terrain and unpredictable weather, presented a formidable challenge. The initial stages of the hike went relatively smoothly. The group follows their planned route, occasionally documenting their progress through diary entries and photographs. They seem to be in high spirits, enjoying the picturesque landscapes and the sense of adventure that enveloped them. However, as they ventured deeper into the wilderness, they encountered the first signs of trouble. Harsh weather conditions and rapidly changing temperatures tested their resolve and skills. The biting cold and relentless winds took a toll on their bodies, demanding unwavering determination to push forward. Despite the challenging circumstances, the hikers displayed their experience and resilience, adapting to the harsh environment and supporting one another. The camaraderie became evident as they shared responsibilities, encouraged each other, 
and faced the adversities as a unified team. Along their journey, the group encountered various obstacles, including treacherous icy slopes, deep snowdrifts, and steep ascents. Each demanded physical strength and mental fortitude. As they progressed, the hikers relied on their expertise in navigation and mountaineering, employing techniques honed over years of outdoor exploration. They demonstrated their skills in choosing safe paths, avoiding potential hazards, and adhering to their planned itinerary. The journey wasn't without its lighter moments, as the group would occasionally pause to rest, share stories, and indulge in camaraderie. The laughter and sense of adventure filled the air, momentarily overshadowing the gravity of their mission. However, as we approach the fateful night of February the 1st, 1959, there were indications that something was amiss. The hikers' diaries hinted at a growing unease, with mentions of unusual sounds, unexplained feelings of being watched, and a sense of uneasiness settling in their minds. As the Dyatlov group approached the evening of February the 1st, 1959, they found themselves in a very picturesque, yet desolate location on the eastern slope of Kolachiakl, the Mountain of the Dead. They made the decision to set up camp there, unaware of the chilling events that were about to unfold. The location they chose for their campsite was sheltered by trees providing some respite from the harsh elements. It seemed like a reasonable choice, considering the available options in the vicinity. The group began their routine camp preparations, unaware that this would be their final night on Earth. In the early hours of February the 2nd, something inexplicable and terrifying occurred. The peace and tranquility of the camp was shattered by an unknown force or phenomenon. What exactly happened on that mysterious night remains subject of intense speculation and debate. One prevailing theory suggests that an avalanche may have triggered the tragic events. According to this theory, the hiker's campsite was situated in a potentially dangerous location, and the slope they chose was prone to unstable snow formations. The force of an avalanche could have caused panic, and led to the subsequent injuries and deaths. However, this theory is not without its skeptics. Some researchers argue that the physical evidence at the scene does not support the notion of a large-scale avalanche. The tent, for instance, was found still standing, rather than being swept away or crushed under the weight of snow. Additionally, the injuries sustained by the hikers were inconsistent 
with what would typically be expected from an avalanche. However, another theory proposes the involvement of a phenomenon known as infrasound. Infrasound refers to low-frequency sound waves that are below the range of human hearing. It has been suggested that certain natural occurrences, such as wind patterns or geological features, could have generated infrasound in the area. The effects of infrasound on the human body can include feelings of unease, panic, and even hallucinations potentially leading to irrational behavior. The proponents of the infrasound theory argue that the Dyatlov group might have experienced such effects, causing them to flee their tent in a state of confusion. The theory could explain the hasty and seemingly disorganized escape from the tent, as well as the subsequent injuries and deaths. However, like the avalanche theory, the infrasound hypothesis has its critics. Skeptics question the likelihood of an infrasound occurring with sufficient intensity and duration to cause the reported effects. Additionally, some argue that infrasound would not explain the presence of radiation detected on the hiker's clothing. The official investigation conducted by Soviet authorities concluded that the hikers died due to a compelling natural force. Yet this vague explanation left many questions unanswered and gave rise to various alternative theories and speculation. Some have suggested that military involvement or encounters with unknown entities might have played a role in the tragedy. The remote location of the incident, coupled with the historical context of the Cold War era, has fueled speculation of covert military activities in the area. Theorists propose that the hikers inadvertently stumbled upon classified operations, leading to their demise and subsequent cover-up. Additionally, the presence of elevated levels of radiation on the hikers' clothing has raised eyebrows and sparked conspiracy theories. Radiation is often associated with nuclear activity, prompting questions about potential nuclear testing or accidents in the vicinity. Theories range from secret military experiments involving unconventional weapons to encounters with extraterrestrial beings. However, it is crucial to approach these theories with a healthy dose of skepticism, as evidence to support such claims remains elusive. As we delve deeper into the mysteries of the Dyatlov Pass incident, it becomes apparent that these events on that fateful night raise more questions than answers. Theories abound each offering a different perspective on what might have transpired in the darkness. So let's delve into the chilling aftermath, 
the discovery of the hikers' bodies and the perplexing scene that awaited the search teams and rescue group. In the days following the Dyatlov group's disappearance, concern grew among their families and friends. As their expected return date passed, it became evident that something had gone terribly wrong. A search and rescue operation was launched, and experienced volunteers, along with military personnel, scoured the Ural Mountains in a desperate attempt to locate the missing hikers. On February the 26th, 1959, the search teams made a grim discovery. Approximately 1.5 kilometers away from their abandoned tent, they stumbled upon the first bodies, those of Yuri Doroshenko and Gregory Krivenchenko. They were found near the remains of a long, dead campfire, their clothing in disarray. The condition of the bodies was unsettling and raised immediate questions. Both Doroshenko and Krivenchenko were partially dressed, suggesting that they had fled the tent in haste and without proper protection against the harsh elements. Their injuries, however, were inconsistent with a simple case of exposure. Autopsies conducted on the recovered bodies revealed alarming findings. Both Doroshenko and Krivenchenko had suffered severe blunt force trauma including fractures and internal injuries. These injuries were not consistent with the fall or natural causes, suggesting a violent encounter or accident. The discovery of the first bodies only deepened the sense of foreboding. Search efforts intensified, and over the following days the remaining seven bodies were located in a macabre pattern stretching over 300 meters. The hikers' final positions added to the enigma surrounding the incident. Rustam Slobodin was found approximately 480 meters from the first two bodies, in a pose that suggested that he had tried to climb a tree. Zenaida Kolmogorova and Igor Dyatlov were discovered nearby, as if they had attempted to return to the camp. Their positions hinted at a desperate struggle for survival. The remaining four bodies, Yuri Krivnyshenko, Alexander Kolevatov, Nikolai Thrimbobrinol, and Lidmila Dubinina, were found in a ravine further down the slope. Their injuries were the most severe and gruesome, Dubanina in particular suffered major chest fractures, leading to speculation about the immense force required to inflict such damage. The condition of the hikers' bodies and the bizarre circumstances surrounding their deaths have fueled a multitude of theories. Some suggest a violent attack by another party, whilst others propose the involvement of supernatural forces or cryptic creatures lurking in the Ural Mountains. However, the official investigation conducted by Soviet authorities offered a different explanation. 
The initial conclusion was that the hikers had died due to a compelling natural force, without elaborating further. This vague explanation left the families and the public dissatisfied and hungry for answers. One important aspect of the investigation was the determination of the cause of the hiker's injury. The Soviet authorities concluded that the injuries were the result of a pressure wave or elemental force that caused the hikers to sustain severe trauma. However, the exact nature of the force and its origin remained ambiguous. The official investigation also touched upon the possibility of criminal activity. The theory of a violent encounter with another party was explored, and the authorities questioned local Mansai tribespeople in an attempt to uncover any potential leads. However, no evidence supporting this theory was ever found. As the investigation progressed, attention turned to the presence of radiation on some of the hikers' clothing. This discovery further deepened the mystery surrounding the incident. Speculation ranged from accidental exposure to a secret military operation gone wrong. Following the discovery of the hikers' bodies, Soviet authorities initiated an official investigation into the Dyatlov Pass incident, led by prosecutor Lev Ivanov. The team sought to uncover the truth behind the tragic events that unfolded in the Ural Mountains. However, the investigation's findings and subsequent conclusions left many unanswered questions. One of the primary challenges faced by the investigators was the lack of clear evidence and conflicting nature of the available information. The absence of witnesses and the remote location of the incident posed significant obstacles in piecing together the sequence of events. The investigation initially focused on determining the cause of the hikers' injuries and the circumstances surrounding their deaths. The autopsies conducted on the bodies revealed a range of injuries, including fractured skulls, broken ribs, and internal trauma. These findings raised more questions than answers. The authorities proposed that a compelling natural force was responsible for the hikers' deaths. However, this explanation was met with skepticism and failed to satisfy the families and the public. The lack of specific details regarding this force further deepened the mystery surrounding the incident. As the investigation progressed, attention turned to the peculiar presence of radiation on some of the hikers' clothing. This discovery raised numerous theories and speculations, ranging from accidental exposure to radioactive materials, to secret military activities in the area. To shed light on the radiation findings, the investigation team examined various possibilities. It was discovered that some of the hikers' clothing had higher radiation levels than normal. However, subsequent tests on the bodies themselves showed no signs of radiation exposure. 
The discrepancy only added to the confusion and fueled further speculation. Another significant aspect of the investigation was the examination of the hikers' diaries and cameras. These personal belongings provided valuable insights into the group's experiences leading up to the incident. The diaries contained references to unusual phenomena, such as strange sounds and a sense of being watched. The photographs captured the group's camaraderie and the breathtaking beauty of the Ural Mountains. However, some of the photographs were shrouded in mystery. Several frames from one of the cameras revealed blurry images and unusual light patterns. These anomalies sparked theories of unidentified flying objects, UFOs, and ignited the imagination of those searching for extraordinary explanations. Despite the numerous theories and speculations, the official investigation concluded without providing definitive answers. The final report attributed the hikers' deaths to an unknown, compelling force, leaving the case open to interpretation and fueling ongoing debates. Over the years, researchers and independent investigators have tirelessly attempted to unravel the mysteries surrounding the Dyatlov Pass incident. Various theories have emerged, each offering a unique perspective on what might have transpired on that fateful night. Some theories propose natural explanations such as a sudden and violent wind event known as a common vortex street, or a phenomenon known as a snow slab avalanche. These theories attempt to reconcile the injuries sustained by the hikers with known natural phenomenon. Other theories delve into a realm of the supernatural, suggesting encounters with cryptids, paranormal entities, or even time anomalies. These theories often draw upon eerie circumstances surrounding the incident and the unexplained elements discovered at the scene. The Dyatlov Pass incident continues to captivate the minds of researchers, conspiracy theorists, and true crime enthusiasts. The search for answers and closure remains ongoing as new technologies and investigative techniques offer potential avenues for re-examining the evidence. One prevalent theory suggests that the hikers were victims of a military accident or secret testing. The remote location of the incident and the historical context of the Cold War era have fueled speculation about covert military activities in the area. Proponents of this theory argue that the hikers inadvertently stumbled upon classified operations, leading to their tragic demise and subsequent cover-up. Supporters of the military involvement theory point to the presence of radiation on some of the hikers' clothing 
as evidence of a nuclear accident or testing. They argue that the Soviet authorities may have intentionally obscured the truth to protect national security interests. However, skeptics counter that the radiation levels were not significantly high enough to indicate a nuclear incident and could have been the result of natural sources. Another compelling theory focuses on the potential involvement of indigenous tribes in the region, particularly the Monsai people. Some speculate that a confrontation with the Monsai, who have a history of territorial disputes in the area, resulted in the hikers' deaths. However, there is no concrete evidence supporting this theory and the Monsai community have consistently denied any involvement in the incident. A more supernatural theory suggests that the hikers encountered a cryptid or mysterious creature that led to their demise. The remote and eerie nature of the Ural Mountains has given rise to tales of strange creatures living in the wilderness. Some people propose that the Yeti or other unknown entities attacked the hikers, explaining the peculiar injuries and the sense of fear reported by the group in their diaries. However, the cryptid theory remains highly speculative and lacks concrete evidence. While it adds an intriguing element to the mystery, Skeptics argue that there is no substantial proof of the existence of such creatures. In recent years, advancements in technology and new investigative techniques have offered potential avenues for re-examining the evidence. One such development is the use of computer simulations to recreate the events of the fateful night. Researchers have used computational models to analyze factors such as wind patterns, snow conditions, and potential avalanches in an attempt to shed light on the incident. These simulations have provided valuable insights into the plausibility of natural explanations such as avalanches or common vortex streets. By recreating these environmental conditions, and then analyzing the potential impact on the hikers' tent and surroundings, researchers have gained a deeper understanding of the forces at play on that fateful night. Additionally, advances in forensic science have allowed for a re-examination of the autopsies and the injuries sustained by the hikers. Some researchers have suggested that the traumatic injuries could have been caused by a powerful natural force, such as a slab avalanche or a rare phenomenon known as a catabatic wind. The catabatic wind theory proposes that a sudden and forceful gust of wind could have swept down the slope of Kolatsiakl, causing the hikers to panic and flee their tent in a disoriented state. The powerful winds combined with the treacherous conditions could have led to the injuries observed on the bodies. However, while these new developments offer intriguing possibilities, 
they do not provide a definitive explanation for all the aspects of the Dyatlov Pass incident. Many questions remain unanswered, and the truth continues to elude us. The Dyatlov Pass incident has transcended time and geography, captivating the minds of people around the world. It represents a haunting mystery that challenges our understanding of the natural world and the limits of human endurance. The case serves as a reminder of the fragility of life and the inherent risks that come with exploring the unknown. The Dyatlov Pass incident isn't just a collection of puzzling events. It is also a story of nine individuals, each with their own dreams, aspirations and fears. To truly understand the depth of this tragedy, we must delve into the lives and personalities of the hikers who lost their lives on that fateful night. Igor Dyatlov, the leader of the group, was a seasoned hiker and a natural leader. Known for his strong determination and passion for exploration, he inspired his fellow hikers with his adventurous spirit. Through the accounts of friends and loved ones, we gain insight into the character of a young man whose love for the outdoors knew no bounds. Yuri Doroshenko and Gregory Krivonoshenko, two of the hikers who were found first, were close friends and shared a deep passion for hiking. Their loved ones recount stories of their vibrant personalities and unwavering friendship. Together, they set out on a countless number of adventures, their spirits never dampened by the challenges they faced. Zenaida Komogorova, one of the two female hikers, was a remarkable young woman with a zestful life. She defied societal norms by participating in traditionally male-dominated activities, driven by her love for adventure and exploration. Zenaida's determination and fearlessness earned her a place among the hikers, where she left an indelible mark. Rustam Slobodin, a talented radio engineer, joined the group with his technical expertise. His friends and loved ones remember him as a kind and compassionate individual who always lent a helping hand. Rustam's passion for photography and music added a creative element to the group's endeavours. Yuri Krivonoshenko, Alexander Kolevatov, and Nikolai Thibobrenol were aspiring engineers brought together by their shared academic pursuits. Each of them possessed a deep curiosity about the world and a desire to push the boundaries of their knowledge. Through interviews with their loved ones, we gain a glimpse into their dreams and aspirations. Lyudmila Dubinina, the second female hiker, was a radiant young woman with a thirst for adventure. Her love for the outdoors and her strong spirit made her an integral part of the group. Her friends and loved ones remember her as someone who embraced life with an infectious enthusiasm. 
The personal stories and memories of these hikers not only humanize the tragedy, but also highlight the profound loss experienced by their families and loved ones. The Dyatlov Pass incident is not just the cold case to be dissected. It is a deeply personal and heartbreaking event that forever changed the lives of those left behind. In addition to the voices of the hikers themselves, we must also explore the perspective of their loved ones and friends who have carried the weight of this tragedy for decades. Their unwavering determination to seek the truth, find justice and honour the memory of their loved ones has fueled ongoing investigations and kept the story alive. Through interviews with loved ones, we hear their struggles, frustrations and unwavering hope. We witness their unwavering commitment to uncovering the truth and their tireless efforts to ensure that the memories of the hikers are never forgotten. Furthermore, we explore the impact of the Dyatlov Pass incident on the local communities in the Ural Mountains. The incident not only shook the loved ones of the victims, but also sent ripples throughout the region, leaving a lasting mark on the collective consciousness of the people who call these mountains home. These stories and voices from the past remind us that the Dyatlov Pass incident is more than just a mystery. It is a human tragedy that demands our empathy and understanding. By listening to the accounts of those connected to the incident, we honour the lives lost and we find a renewed sense of purpose in seeking the truth. May their stories be a testament to the enduring spirit of exploration and a reminder of the power of human resilience. Sadly, despite decades of research, investigations and speculation, the Dyatlov Pass incident remains shrouded in mystery. While numerous theories have been proposed, many key questions persist leaving researchers and investigators puzzled and determined to find answers. One of the most pressing questions is what prompted the hikers to cut their way out of the tent from the inside, leaving behind their warm shelter and necessary supplies. The decision to abandon the safety of the tent in freezing temperatures and snow-covered terrain raises perplexing questions. Was it an act of panic caused by an external threat? Or did something else inside the tent drive them to escape in haste? Another enigma lies in the traumatic injury suffered by some of the hikers. The fractures, internal damage, and missing body parts are being subject of much speculation and debate. How could such injuries occur without external signs of violence? Were they the result of a natural force, a sudden impact, or something more sinister? Unraveling the true cause of these injuries is crucial to understanding the sequence of events that unfolded that night. 
Additionally, the timeline of these incidents raises questions about the sequence of events and the order in which the hikers perished. The scattered location of the bodies and the different stages of undressing suggests a complex and dynamic series of events. Investigators have tirelessly pieced together fragments of evidence to construct a coherent narrative, but definitive answers remain elusive. Despite the challenges and unanswered questions, the search for truth and justice continues. In recent years, new investigations have been launched, leveraging advances in technology, forensic science and collaborative efforts among experts in various fields. One area of focus is the re-examination of the physical evidence. Advances in forensic techniques and DNA analysis have opened up new possibilities for understanding the injuries sustained by the hikers and potentially identifying any external factors that may have contributed to their deaths. Another avenue of investigation is the analysis of the hikers' personal belongings. The meticulous examination of their cameras, journals and other personal effects may provide crucial insights into their state of mind and the events leading up to the incident. Decoding their writing, sketches and photographs could hold the key to understanding their experiences in the days preceding their tragic end. Furthermore, advancements in satellite imagery, terrain mapping and meteorological data analysis have allowed researchers to gain a more comprehensive understanding of the geographical and environmental conditions during the incident. By first combining these technological tools with first-hand accounts and survivor experiences with similar conditions, investigators can generate a more accurate reconstruction of the events that unfolded on that fateful night. International collaborations and multidisciplinary approaches have also played a significant role in shredding new light on the Dyatlov Pass incident. Experts from various fields, including mountaineering, meteorological, physics and psychology, have joined forces to pool their knowledge and resources, bringing fresh perspectives to the case. Additionally, the power of crowdsourcing and citizen investigation cannot be underestimated. Internet forums, social media platforms and online communities have united armchair detectives, researchers and curious minds from around the world. By sharing information, theories and insights, these collective efforts have the potential to uncover overlook clues and ignite new lines of inquiry. As we near the end of our session on the Dyatlov Pass incident, it is important to acknowledge the enduring impact the mystery has had on popular culture. The incident has captured the imagination of artists, writers, filmmakers and conspiracy theorists, inspiring countless books, documentaries and even fictionalised accounts. The enduring fascination with the Dyatlov Pass incident serves as a testament to its profound influence on our collective psyche. Before we conclude this episode, we must also recognise the enduring pain and grief of the loved ones of the victims. 
for them. The Dyatlov Pass incident is not merely a subject of intrigue or speculation. It is a deeply personal tragedy that continues to haunt their lives. Their unwavering determination to seek the truth, to find closure, is a reminder of the human toll of unsolved mysteries. As we reflect on the ongoing investigations and the tireless pursuit of truth, we must remain mindful of the delicate balance between curiosity and sensitivity. The Dyatlov Pass incident is not just an intellectual puzzle to be solved. It is a human tragedy that demands respect, empathy, and a commitment to honoring the lives lost. Thank you for joining us on this thought-provoking journey. Stay curious, stay compassionate, and until next time, may the quest for truth illuminate the darkest corners of the world.